It's the Gentleman's Review. Yeah, simple Simon says, turn yourselves inside out. Do it, bitches. Yeah, well, I see you inside out. <laughs> yes, that's good. Anyway, it's episode 23. Here we are again in the Gentleman's Review Club. Three gentlemen of a certain age. Some of us with moustaches. Yes. Some of us without. And a dog without a moustache, but with a beard. How can you tell? It's the way he looks at me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah. lustful, beardy look. Well, you could have a moustache. <clears throat> but just all the other hair around it, you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. Well, you might, you might do. I might have an, a, a skin moustache underneath his real moustache. Oh. But doesn't, I mean, by definition, doesn't the moustache have to be longer than the surrounding hair? So if all the rest catches up with it, it stops being a moustache. Well, I, I, perhaps I it's a... Technically, yeah. This yeah. is a body beard. Ah, even it could be, yeah. Bits of your face where <clears> you've not got any visible hair, you've still got tiny hairs. Yeah. A bit like uh, Brian Blessed, who has a body beard. Mm. Have you seen his whole body? Yes, I have. I don't know what that was. That was, <laughs> that was a flashback, an acid flashback. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. He used to eat, eat it off his nipples. Eee. Yeah, it's weird it was. That puts disturbing images in my mind. You need to shout, Flash Gordon! And something like that. <clears throat> I've got a cold. Yeah, that, that sort of explains it. <laughs> Has anybody heard the... Um, <clears throat> there's an advert on at the moment for... A, uh, I believe a broadband or telecommunications provider, which Brian. I won't name, uh, but mm. it seems to have Brian Blessed and Tom Baker being more and more shouty at each other. <laughs> no, I've which not just heard appeals that. to me. <laughs> a tele advert or a radio advert? It's a radio advert. I heard it on the, uh. that loathsome thing, commercial radio. Uh, well, this oh. is it. I don't really listen to commercial radio, so uh. I don't hold it with it. I, I, worked, no. I worked on it for a bit. Didn't hold with it then either. God, that was have you a... ever held with anything you've worked on? No. <laughs> no, neither have I. <laughs> I. Even when we've finished doing this, I don't hold with it. Yeah. In fact, I hold it quite far away from myself. That's probably for the best. If you ever, uh, ever finished one of these and said, yes, I entirely hold with that, you probably weren't trying hard enough at <laughs> yes. the time. I'm the Alan Moore of uh, podcasting. Mm. I'll just do it and do it and distance yourself <laughs> yeah, from it straight away. Gets the money for the films and then disses the films completely. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, because... That's his hard guy he is. How's he, has he um, distanced himself from Watchmen yet recently, which know. is coming out soon? But it looks like it's going to be ace. I saw a trailer yeah. for it the other week, and it looks fantastic. Well, excellent. That's what you need. But, you know, obviously the For some reason, Tom's disappearing. <laughs> is it something was said? I mean, I... Is it time for a wee? Carry on. All right. He's gone for, he's gone for a wee. No, he's just, he's gone, gone. He's just gone for a footle. He's, he's doing to, it over there in the corner. He's gone to empty his bag out. Ooh. Don't do it on the carpet. Oh, <laughs> God, no. At least hold a blanket up so we can't see. Oh, Jesus, that's a lot, there's a lot of corn in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. Right. You need to change your diet. Yeah. Not exclusively eating corn for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if you did that. Just just ate corn for a month, you just have a really long yellow stool. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Oh, bobbly. Well, give it a go and report back to us. <laughs> I'd rather not. I'll probably die of some sort of... Corn poisoning, corn poisoning, yeah. or lack of vitamins in some way. Yes. Well, that's what vitamin tablets are for. I do like a corny on the cob. I do like a chew through it. And, uh, I do. I like corn on the cob. I don't like loose sweet corn. That's oh, horrible. No, I, like I do it like corn on the cob. It used to be the best things about school meals when they used to just shovel a load of loose sweet corn onto yeah, your plate. No, no. As soon as it's stuck to, I have to wonder if I got loose sweet corn and stuck it to like the inside of a toilet roll, whether that would make it acceptable again. 
acceptable, but then you'll probably be sectioned. Precisely <laughs> uh, how often do you wonder that? Well, on and off. Well, while he's doing it, usually. I mean, what do you use as a paste? Flour and water paste? That's probably good. It's edible. So, isn't I don't it? know. You'd want something edible, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I love whether you could use some gelatin, mm. melt a sheet of gelatin around it and push the little kernels yeah. onto it individually. Or dissolve uh, an animal over it. Yeah, that would probably do it. Quite good. Give it a nice meaty taste. Mm. Yeah. Now, on the subject of diet, yeah. mm. have either of you tried uh, my gift to you? Of, no. Of the sausages in lard? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, I can see Martin hasn't. Yeah. He's, he's I've got mine on my mantelpiece as a, as, displaying as a trophy. It, yes. It's, it's going to be a talking point, is that? Mm. On one side of the mantelpiece, I've got my Starfleet Academy certificate bought to me by my sister. <coughs> sad. Signed by uh, George Tikai. I've got uh, a number of red noses because I was like I just bulk buy red noses because I like to invite people around for red nose night. <laughs> and uh, if they don't have any of their own, it's just uh, that's just a faux pas. So it's a bit like uh, a restaurant having a tie um, yeah, or a jacket jackets that you can borrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and the other, the other side is the uh, sausage in lard. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I haven't opened mine either. Although bizarrely, several times during the week, mm. Dill, the official Gentleman's Review podcast dog, yes. has during the day gone downstairs, grabbed the tin of sausages and lard, and taken it up to bed with him. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admire that dog. Yeah, isn't he? he has strange bedfellows. Yeah, so yeah, just, just strange of him sort of cuddled up there during the day, having a bit of a nap with the tin of sausages and lard. Doesn't he also take shoes to bed with him when he first moved into? Uh, yes, Lisa's yeah, house. that as well. Yeah, yeah he still does that. I, I, if Imelda Marcos wasn't alive, I would have just assumed that she died and uh, mm. Dill was uh, reincarnation. <laughs> yes, very often. But it is a, it is a handsome, handsome mantelpiece ornament. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I, think, um, I think we should do them uh, online. Perhaps as a Royal Dulton hand-carved or shaped, whatever all the fuck Dulton do. Yeah. Usually horrible things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, to make, make you know porcelain, porcelain tin of sausages and that's it as as lovely as yeah. displayed on the Queen Mother's face. I'm sure you could talk Ladro into doing it. Yeah, I don't know, sculpting something cylindrical like that would be uh, it's a, bit a bit of a push for Ladro. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get cups made up with it printed on. Hmm, sausages and lard cups. Hmm. Perhaps perhaps a cup that actually has somehow scientifically using chemicals and microchips yeah. um, absorbed all the taste of sausage and lard. So whatever you put into it will just taste oh, of sausages and lard. That's a good idea, yeah. I think that'd be good. I'm <coughs> sure scientists can do that. I mean, they, they invented the bicycle, so... Yeah, if they can do that, they can do <laughs> yeah, anything. absolutely. Literally anything. Hmm. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'll, I'll get that sent off to the patent office forthwith. Hmm. What does forthwith really mean? With forth? Forth, for the with, for the with with, with ye him with anybody out there that knows, knows, do write in and tell us. Yes, I uh, do apologise. Uh, I was supposed to be doing the Skype thing this week, but the cables I need are still uh, in the post because of the snow. Oh. <sighs> that's bloody useless, yeah. isn't it? Uh, we've we've had not much snow here. Mm. No, these are other parts of the country that uh, have been. Well, I'm very disappointed. Mm. I haven't had an excuse to miss any work at all with all this oh, snow. That's no good. That's no good at all. I, I, although I'm looking out my window at uh, the snow which is currently melting, this little winter wonderland mm. over there. Mm. Uh, but I keep watching bits of it dropping off the trees and drips past the window. Yeah. It's all rather depressing, really. I do like a bit of snow. 
Now, I've been uh, undertaking a very fascinating course of training this week, which has meant I've not been sat at my desk doing nothing reading the Metro every morning. So it wasn't until yesterday I actually flicked through a copy and found all the pictures of, of different places in the country. That have sort of got little little kiddies being dragged out of snowdrifts and sorry that was actually a snowplow going past. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, huge huge <laughs> amounts of mm. uh, sort of traffic all lined up doing bugger yeah. all, and and I'm just really disappointed. We're, we're in the north. Mm. We should be having more snow than the people in the south. Yeah. That's how geography works. Yeah. Everybody knows that, and yet we've had bollocks here. Them's the rules. And all the people in the south have been really enjoying it. Mm. So we're all gone topsy turvy. That's what it is. Um, I did notice. People were whinging yeah. down in the south. But whinging because they couldn't get into work. <laughs> Why would you Idiot. whinge? I, I, yeah, I saw something in Metro that was someone had uh, wrote in or maybe even got covered in a story mm. saying how he walked 18 miles into work and it took him like four hours or something. That's spastic. You fucking idiot. There's, there's a, Do you really you think know. your bosses are going to appreciate that? No, they're not. They're going to be sitting there probably at working from yeah. home oh, thinking, yeah. <laughs> What a fucking idiot we're employing. Maybe we should see if we can get him to do all his work for no money. Yeah, they should do that. I think um, he's clearly gullible enough to. I would do if if I were uh, one of his bosses. I would be immediately removing everything from his pay packet <clears throat> and wiping my ass with it. Yeah, presumably in front of it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, I think which is a far better way of doing it. I think. But I tell you something. I noticed on the news with all this snow. What did you notice? Is that nothing else seems to be happening in the world, if the news is to be believed. Just for the past week, they've done nothing but start the main evening news and have the whole half hour be someone going, yes, there was snow in this bit of the country, and look, here's our reporter there, and it's snowy, and some cars are driving slowly because it's snowy. And over in a different part of of the country, here's another reporter, and look, it's snowy, and cars are driving slowly because it's snowy. And they don't... They don't cover fact, anything say, else. That's not fucking news. It was just about news for ten minutes the first day it yeah, happened. Well, not a week later. Well, this week, I mean, they've, they've completely missed the fact that uh, Barack Obama, Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama um, brought a man to life. Yeah. Uh, using his magical powers. Uh, Gordon Brown uh, won the world ski record, downhill slalom. <clears throat> uh, nobody saw that. But all that, they just don't cover, does it? Because it's all, it's still snowy, and we're going to give yeah. you a half hour news programme on how it's still snowy, sort of. That's it. They, they found Shergar and Lord Lucan. And then lost them again. Lost them again, which always happens. Yeah. You know, it's a, they're a bit like Marquis always doing that. Well, the thing is, because they wander off. You put them down, mm. you turn your back to, like, get a cup of tea and a biscuit, yeah. and you come back, they've wandered off somewhere. There's a problem now, because like, like, Lucan's so senile and old, he just, mm. just sits him down and he just wanders off into down the road in his pants. Which is uh, how he went the first time, actually. Yeah. He was, uh, well, it's worse if you find them both at sets. once and put them in the same place, because then he just hops on Shergar's back yeah. and trots off even faster. That's even worse, too. Yeah. Oh, I tell you. I mean, but they don't cover that. They ignored all that yeah. uh, for the sake of the fact that somebody in Surrey had a slightly snowy step. It's rubbish, isn't it? It's rubbish indeed. Or, which is worse, them complaining about the councils and saying, oh, it's all the council's fault because the council should have been gritting more. Yes. The fact that most of the councils did grit and yeah. the snow just fell on the grit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and didn't melt because that's how it works. Yes. As you I'm, do need a bit of sort of uh, vehicular action mm, churning it all it up together. It does annoy me that these assholes that write into the papers going, oh, oh, well, one little bit of snow and we're completely paralysed by it. Sweden yeah. gets like 20 feet of snow every year and they always handle it. And I thought that's because they no, get 20 Sweden. feet of fucking snow every yeah. year and they're used to it, you twat. 
I think they should find out where he lives and his local council make an announcement on the news saying, no, you're quite right, we've taken this criticism on board. Yeah. So uh, from as next year, we're going to have some consultants over that we've paid to come over from Sweden <laughs> to advise us on what snowplows to uh, buy and how much they'll need to be maintained mm. in the two decades between uses. <laughs> and after the end of that, we'll know how much we need to raise your council tax by to fund it all and see how fucking keen they are on exactly. it then. What they should also do is that man should be taken to the Gritter's Yard, you know, where they, where they stockpile it. Mm. Now, I'm assuming they must have some sort of hopper thing there for getting it in the back of the trucks. Probably. So what I suggest is that they get his mouth open wide, stick it over the nozzle of the hopper, yeah. and fill him with grit. Yeah. You want grit? You want some grit? Until it's coming out of his arse, and then they'll drag him behind a truck... The, yeah, just drag him around the truck, and as bits of him wear away, yeah. grit will come out. Yeah. Why is it though that that we just seem to have? I'm sure it wasn't like this before. We've lapsed in this country into this rut of just complaining about every little thing oh, that gassy, annoys us. Mm. Yeah. So it snowed a bit, and we're a bit inconvenienced, and we whinge and whine. I mean, it's, like it's always somebody else's fault as well. It's always going to yeah. be the councils or oh, the yeah. weathermen or the <clears> government, <throat> mm. and. I mean, surely, at some point, you've got to accept that shit will happen and you've just got to put up with it. But people don't but take don't. personal yeah. responsibility anymore. They they believe it's, oh, somebody else's fault. The blame culture, I think they call it, isn't it? Better than America. Yeah, yeah. I'll take your point. I suppose with me not getting any time off work, really, that was mm. my own fault for not just being more cheeky about it. Because, uh, yeah. as my boss said, on the days I'm over in Manchester, he doesn't know how snowy it is over there. No. I could have just rung in and said anyway. Absolutely. It amazed me. Uh, i talked to people who... Um, you know, going into work and uh, their colleagues who are living next door to them ringing in and saying <laughs> yeah. I'm snowding yeah. <laughs> well that's that's the only problem is when I'm when I'm at my house I yeah. only live about two streets away from my manager oh well there you so, go uh, <laughs> so it's, it's it would difficult. be a bit cheeky me ringing in and telling him him having come in from a couple <laughs> of roads over from where I live that I couldn't manage it but I mean when you're coming in from Manchester you're obviously travelling by train yes mm. and that's another thing people like to whine about yeah but there was a survey a couple of years back now looking at your uh, sort of delays and cancellations in the train services in mm. your uh, sort of Western yeah. uh, European nations. And they did find out that we were actually not that bad for cancellations and delays, but what we're better at is whining about them. You get just as many cancellations and delays in Germany and in France, but they don't fucking moan about it as much as we do. Do they use the same criteria? Because don't overhear... Doesn't a train count as being on time if it arrives in the same two or three hour slot that it was Probably. due to? I don't do know have, whether the survey the same was taking error in other countries. I don't know whether they were taking uh, each individual country's criteria or whether they were taking the timings and attributing, yeah. you know, uh, putting their own uh, things onto it. I, that I, is, I that has been that something sense. moderately Sorry. impressive though this week. <laughs> is the trains are shit and they're always shit, but they've been no shitter since all the snow's been happening. Yeah. Well, I said there's a point that you cannot go below, isn't there? Yeah, there is a, a shitness point. So you know they've they've at least found oh, their level. You cannot plumb. Mm. I can't even plumb the shits. <laughs> Whatever that means, I don't know. <laughs> can I go home now? Yes, you do. <laughs> you already are. That was quick. Our friend Duncan, <coughs> yeah, who was uh, briefly on our Christmas uh, pub crawl. Yeah, yeah, I would ne- mm. never got introduced because I lost that bit. He got credited at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me a picture uh, via text message of a snowman 
this week. Oh, which is odd because the only things I ever get from him by a text are very crude jokes. <laughs> so to get a picture of a nice snowman, was it? it didn't have you looked at it properly? Change. It didn't have a big cock on it. I was about to say, did it have a big vibrating dildo? <laughs> I'll have another look. If it does, <laughs> we'll put it up on the website. Yeah, a few a few years ago, somebody bought me. Oh, this is completely un- unrelated, but mm. just while Tom's finding his thing out, somebody bought me a double-ended dildo. Nice. Now, I just kind of never really saw the point of it in this kind of push me, pull you action that you would have to <laughs> adopt, uh, arse to arse with your beloved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, this, assuming you know it's gay, it was false for gay men. Uh, but yeah, you'd just be moving back and forwards. Nobody getting any real pleasure out of it. Which <laughs> well, yeah. is kind of whacking yourself off and bumping buttocks. Not really the most exciting <laughs> way to spend an evening. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure they really have any particular application outside of lesbian porn, do no. they? No. Even then, I would imagine the lesbians don't like it that much. Oh, dear. Dill's curled up there on the sofa. Love that yeah. dog. Oh. He's just calmed down a bit now. He's not running around in circles like he was. No, and so's Dill. That's uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, See what I've made that sound like if it was Tom. Yeah, that was very clever. What? Yeah. <laughs> I might remember that and try to do the same later. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've got I've got booze for today, but because this this half and half things uh, seems to be working. The right. uh, halves, uh, and I've got I've got bitter. Uh, just, just bottles. Don't beer. get bitter, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. It's got so much to live for. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realised, of course, we got quite pissed uh, during last the last uh, podcast. You speak for yourself. Well, I, I got. Well, I finished that uh, second bottle of uh, White Lightning, or whatever it was, uh, Diamond White. Mm. Yes. Uh, we haven't had any free stuff given yet. No. They're not. No. We were so complimentary about <laughs> yeah. it as well. We've done very poorly at getting free stuff. No, I mean, we started off with a Bollinger. We've not, no Bollinger. didn't get us any. No, no we didn't get <laughs> yeah, Even though we've sort of been more realistic over the months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've, we've lowered our standards <laughs> and we still haven't got any freebies. But even when we t- we tried uh, Moe, when we didn't so much try it as I just poured it on my crotch. Yes. Because Moe's not very nice. I'm sorry, Moe, but you really must stop. In, in fairness, it probably acid. would have tasted nicer sucking it off your crutch. <laughs> Which they both did, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Although. Waste not one that. Yeah, if Moe wanted to send me some champagne, I'm sure I'll find that I consider it far better come the next podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there you go, you see. You can be bought. Mm, yeah? I can't be bought. No. Okay, can be bought. Uh Few, few few thousand pounds will buy me. I mean, you know, I'll say anything. You know, I'll be, I'll be a Holocaust denier for ten quid. I mean, I just... Martin, say Moe's nice, and I'll give you a Jaffa cake. Moe, mm-hmm. lovely. You didn't say nice. No, no Jaffa cake for you. Passes. <sighs> Always the way, isn't it? Yeah. See, you will have to stick to the script. Yeah. Where, where's the script? Oh yes. Uh... <clears throat> Ooh, I don't remember writing that bit. Yeah. Martin exposes himself and gets it bitten off by the dog. Who wrote that? Sounds nasty. Ooh, I'm not going to do that. That yeah. bit was written by the dog. That bit could do with editing, uh, I think. Well, it needs more meat in his diet, obviously. Mm. Not mine, though. That'd be <laughs> bad. I had it. No, that um, wouldn't be bad meat. It'd be quite good meat. I'm sure it'd be quite fresh. Yeah. A little soapy tasting, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> you don't rinse properly after your shower. That's not just waggle it under the... <laughs> getting a slight thrill on. Yeah. Ooh. You've got to shield it, though, haven't you? If you're going to go under a powerful shower, you've got to shield it. Otherwise, 
he popped it back, had a wipe and uh, popped the soap to top and left it out uh, with the with the shower head directly hitting upon it. It can be Wait. a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, ladies, that's uh, it's always a risk. There you go. Another little hint for men's genitalia there. If you want to torture them, just wave it under a shower. They do not need mm. any help in my experience. <laughs> Only the last night, my girlfriend kicked me in the knackers. Did she? You probably deserved it. Mm. That is amazing. She was actually, she was telling me about a book that she just finished re- d- reading. Mm. Um, uh, by was it a chap book? called Malcolm Gladwell. You ever heard of this guy? Mm. I read a Malcolm Muggeridge. No. Well, is it the same? No. <laughs> just, just because you've heard of someone called Malcolm <laughs> is not going to make it the same person, Matty. <laughs> Sorry about uh, that. Bugger. But, uh, you know, it's nice that you want to feel included in the conversation. Yeah. Well, you know me. But this chap written a book called Outliers, which I got very excited about because I thought it was going to be about some sort of slightly young rocks surrounded by slightly older rocks, but apparently it's not. It's about people who have made it um, to be very successful, very famous, very mm. rich, yeah. very powerful, and how this sort of happens. And he reckons that above an IQ of about 110, mm. yeah. you get no more advantage. Yeah. Mm. That, that's about the cut-off limit, where beyond which you, you've got a chance of sort of having uh, success. But you've then got to have other things come into play, so at the time that you're born other things that are happening and he admits a bit of luck as well hmm. but he does claim in this um, that anyone on any subject if you've got that sort of IQ level yep. um, you can be expert in anything mm. if you're prepared to spend 10,000 hours on it and right. he may have a point because I consider myself quite an accomplished wanker <laughs> ah yeah and it must have it must have been about that much time by now See, that's not much of a sort of woo thing to say you know saying oh you can be an expert all you need to do is apply yourself to it for 10,000 hours. If it had said anyone above that <laughs> IQ level can be an expert on anything in a week, yes. I'd have been impressed. I'd have thought, blimey, there's a thing. Oh, but, yeah. I just could read a book in 10 seconds yeah, and I'll, uh, know I'll everything. I'll tell you that then. Yeah. Anybody above the IQ of 110 can be expert on anything within a week. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's also bollocks. Yeah. Uh. But 10,000 hours, that's very specific, isn't it? Why not 10,100 or... 10,000 hours, give or take a minute. I didn't actually read the chapter. Oh, well. Ah. I hope he's worked it out better than that for his book. Otherwise, I'm not buying it. Mm. Well, I'm not going to buy it anyway, to be honest. It's like those self-help books you get. The only self-help books I like are ones with nudie men in. (laughs) Help me, help myself. Yeah. I think they should be uh, classed as self-help books, those. Oh, yeah. Do you remember a few years ago when they were bringing out those sex videos of uh, how to do sex? Yes. And uh, they had them um, categorised as educational so they could do rude things in them. Yes. And yeah, they, they couldn't, though. You no. never saw anything that rude. Didn't you? Oh, right. I don't, I don't, I don't Trust me. I thought one from one of the early ones still had a pop shot in, didn't it? Did it? I thought so, because there was a big thing in the papers about it. Not well, the one of the ones I watched. But no, I, I bought... I, I, well, I didn't actually buy one. I got it free when I bought another DVD. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it was uh, Better Sex for Gay Men. Right. And they managed to find uh, the most motley-looking group of gay men uh, in this video. Yeah. Uh, one of whom <clears throat> looked, looked like Arthur Smith when he still had a bit of weight on him. You know, when he was still drinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, dear, that's not what you want no. in your porn, is it? <laughs> and even though there was a doctor talking over it as they're doing these things, <laughs> it, I, all I can hear was, oh, I'm going to suck your cock. <laughs> That's all I could hear all the way through nice. it. Uh, and then they showed the, the, the bizarre one where there was a bloke having his balls shaved. Uh, right. And uh, his partner gripped hold of the balls. Uh, and 
really dragged them up, so they were like this massive mushroom of bollock and scrotum. <laughs> huge! I mean, there was you know he mustn't have had any for weeks, and they started shaving it off with a with a with a Stanley knife or whatever, or probably a razor really. Wouldn't you be better off using your Mac? Yeah, I've tried that. Yeah, uh, many years ago, not recently. Yeah, uh, and it does work quite well. Yeah, smooth and shiny, but leave it on a second too long. Oh, does it burn? And it burns. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I put put some um, pseudocreme on it or whatever it is. It does. <laughs> does it, 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 it's okay, but and, and of course then it grows back and it's all prickly. Yeah, and frankly, you know, you don't want to be uh, prickly down there. No, not, yeah. not good, especially oh. if it's a hot day. Like a little conkers. <laughs> Prickly heat. So cold, yeah. So it's been cold, and and uh, we've had yes. snow everywhere, and people have been debauching themselves in the street in seventeen layers of clothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most annoying thing about um, snow was that I, I get obsessed by it. I, I, yeah. I, I start to there's an entire <laughs> I start to have a, a narrative running in my head when I'm looking out the window, and I'm going right. So the temperature's gone down now, and there's some cloud coming over. Uh, it's still, it's stopped. It's stopped melting, right? So, uh, right, it's getting quite dark, and it, oh yes, we're, we're getting some snow coming down. What we need now is the, the larger snowflakes to come down, and oh no, those are quite small flakes. Yeah, There's always the big flakes. Yeah, one of the big flakes down there. Uh, oh, how, is it covering the roads? Is it covering? Oh, yeah, it's covering the roads. That's good. That's good. And doing this all day is knackering. Mm. You know, I, I video it when I'm asleep. <coughs> I'm, I'm similar, staring out the window. Mm. But I just get more tetchy. <laughs> I start in my head shouting abuse at the weather, <laughs> which is fine. No, so it's okay when you do have nice big white chunks coming <laughs> mm. down and everything's whited out and it's great. But then it's like, oh, that's stopping now and they're getting smaller and it's like, sun, sun, what is that all about? Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, I was kind of the opposite of the Incas. So I'm going, you fuck off, sun, fuck off. <laughs> You're spoiling the wintry wonderland, stop it. Stop it, go away. The snow equivalent mm. of, of the sort of banal phrases that people pass to them yeah. to, to each other when they get in, particularly into work, is yeah. uh, asking <coughs> each other whether it's sticking or not. Is it sticking? Yeah, sticking. Sticking to pavement. <laughs> oh, that's all right then, yeah. <laughs> sticking to the road. No, yeah. not yet. Oh, no. That's oh, fair, we're, right we're talking about the snow, aren't we? Yes. My bollocks against my thigh. No, no, strangely. They were talking about the subject of the road. I'd just been talking about rather than something very specific to you that no one would be able to see. I think you're bigging yourself up a bit there, aren't they? Regardless of how big they are, I don't think they're dragging along the road when you're walking into work. Got a little sledge for them. Aww. It's a motorised one, it goes putting behind it. Husky to pull it along. That'd be great. Mush. No, don't. Don't mush them. No. Oh. Well, I think we're about halfway through, so I'm going to go up and oh, uh, uh, produce some beer. I'm uh, right, I've been excellent. rather confused with how far, because I, I looked at what I thought was the clock and thought we'd started at seven minutes past one, and then I looked again uh, about 20 minutes later, and it still said seven minutes past one, and it's actually your digibox that says you're on channel 107. <laughs> well, there you go. Which isn't the time at all. Oh, it's bad. What an idiot. <laughs> Which is Channel 107, then? What fun things have you been watching? Uh, 107? I've got a clue, actually. That's ITV4, isn't it? <laughs> I was a bit pissed last night. That's a very barrel-scrapingist of commercial telly. Oh. Yeah, you've been watching non-stop repeats of The X Factor or something. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, wanking onto Simon Callow's face. No, Simon Callow's face? No, if that's not Freudian, I don't, Freudian, I don't it, know yeah. what is. Did he come round and watch The X Factor with you, then? <laughs> Oh, well, whatever his name is. 
Oh, look at that. Isn't that a lovely act? Oh, <laughs> oh this is terribly good. You, you, you're a very good boy, aren't you? You've got lovely balls. Huh? <laughs> Do I just see my impersonation of Dickens? <laughs> That's, uh, that was him. Yes. There we go. Well, so I'm going to get out now and uh, get some bottles of beer. You do that. Right, we're back, and uh, the chaps are drinking uh, Old Peculiar. Oh, right. Oh, it's OP, is it? And I'm drinking um, uh, Hot Goblin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. I'm walking in the rain. (laughs) Oh, now that is nice. Mm. Now, if if you won the lottery, would you be tempted to just get absolutely rat-assed on a complete sesh on this 350 quid beer? (laughs) You'd be a bit ashamed of yourself, but (laughs) it would be tempting. I don't know. If that, this is the thing. I mean, I could I could see if it was something really, really nice, but that was usually outside the yeah. price range. I could see it, but I, I doubt that's <coughs> going to taste that much nicer than any other no. nice beer. So you'd just be sort of thinking... Oh, It'll be one waste. of those things, won't it, where in the same way as every other highly priced thing, they will do a survey and find out that it's always the Asda or the Tesco own brand that tastes yes. as good. <laughs> yeah, it will be Tesco's For a billionth beer. of the price. <laughs> Well, they did in that program. So they, they did say that it was pretty much tasted like nice beer. Yeah, and uh, there's lots of nice beer. There's lots of nice beer. Strangely, right? so does this. <laughs> yes, did and this cost three hundred odd pounds a bottle? No, in fact, I had, I had far more bottles um, last night, but I fell over on the ice and uh, a load of them got smashed. So, <laughs> so 
But then though, it was quite funny because for some reason I got only had about three or four pints with Tom after work. Yeah. And uh, and I was completely smashed. Yeah. I think it's because I'd not had any tea at that point. Ah, uh, maybe. So I went onto the supermarket uh, to change my uh, copy of um, Dark Knight because it was, had a dodgy disc on it. Right. And decided to buy some beer. Uh, came back and for some reason in my head um, I had a big bag of booze and uh, I was coming down the hill but I was sliding all over the place because the, the, the snow had turned to ice and it yeah. wasn't quite nice for some reason I have no idea why I thought obviously the bag needs to somehow mirror the cent- my centre of gravity so I didn't fall over I th- so I started doing experiments as where I could hold the bag so it would make me the most balanced <laughs> right um, so I held the bag out in front of me God knows why. And both feet slipped from under me. I went, boom, the bag flew over my head. <laughs> so then I stood up, and there were just people outside the local fish and chip shop where I am. There's a the sort of hill going down yeah. next to it. And I'm trying to rescue the good beer and, 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 and discard the broken bottles. Yeah. So as I was taking the bottles out and putting them next to me, they were skidding down the hill on the ice. <laughs> oh, did, did all the people watching hold up little cards with scores <laughs> yeah. on? And I was, I was try, going to try and get that one back, and then eventually just let them all go zooming down the hill. It was like that yeah. uh, that advert where milk bottles chased the man. Well, I can't remember. I think it was milk advert back in the day. I don't remember um, that one. It was back in the 90s. Oh, what, where the, the, the milkman, not so much chasing him, but just yeah, following him in a Pied yeah. Piper style. That's it, yeah. Yes, right. So, yeah, I, was, I just had pictures of someone running away, terrified, with it. a load of milk, hammering <laughs> after him. So, yes, so I'm, I'm sort of whipping out these broken bottles and hurling them into a verge somewhere. Completely <laughs> irresponsible. There are <laughs> children with cut faces all over the place this morning after fallen face first into them. And uh, it, these, just anybody walking past would have thought it was fucking Christmas with these <laughs> bottles sliding into view. I'm waiting for the charity advert next week then saying, Little Timmy got his face slashed open by a broken beer <laughs> bottle in a hedge where he was playing. <laughs> Here's a sad music over the top. It's a photograph of this man. <laughs> now, you see, I did something reasonably spazzy yesterday mm. as well, but I didn't even have the excuse of being slightly drunk. Yeah. It was on, on my way to work in the morning. Yeah. I've just started the last couple of days um, having my little uh, MP3 player headphones yeah. on, uh, listening to the radio, and I was crossing uh, Pelican Crossing near a roundabout, mm. and everybody was ready to set off across the road so I went with them then they all yeah. stopped because them not having the headphones in they yeah. could all hear the ambulance which was trying to go in our direction <laughs> before me but by the time I'd actually realised that instead of sort of going forward more quickly yeah. I just sort of stood there completely <laughs> unable to move <laughs> getting sort of slightly annoyed slump come ironic glances from yes. the driver of yeah. the ambulance they are a two edged sword or whatever like a complete spaz <laughs> It's on my uh, iPod on, and uh, I, I, I say two-edged sword. One, the one edge is that uh, you're going to get killed somewhere on a road. Yeah. Eventually. The other one is, is if you keep it on when you're going to shops like Comet or Curry's, mm. you can legitimately not hear the people going, can I help you, sir? Who well, the fuckers that annoy me more than anything else? They were, although I had the opposite problem. Mm. Trying to, in my rock and roll lifestyle, trying to buy a washing machine last weekend. Yeah. And uh, went into uh, Curry's, I think it is the one. Oh, I've, uh, I know. And that was that was actually fine. There was I, I mm. had a bit of browsing time before yeah. the bloke wandered over and said, "Can I help you?" And wasn't pushy or anything. So that, that was quite mm. nice, actually. In fact, no, he didn't even. He was sort of being obviously near me, but waited till I asked him. Yeah, so stalking you. Uh, uncommonly, uh, yeah. But at least yeah. he didn't get in my face, which is nice. But I went to the uh, the other one down in town. Mm. And I just sort of milled around, tried talking to someone, and he said, oh, uh, no, we haven't got any of them in. And I, yeah. and I sort of looked at him expectantly as yeah. if to say, and they're coming in when? He said, 
oh, I don't know when they're coming. I'll need to get someone else to help you. And just yeah. sort of wandered off. And no one came. And he sort of came back and said, oh, there, there, there will be someone coming. Why he wasn't helping me himself, mm. I don't know. And then wandered off. And in the end, I thought, oh, fuck yeah. it, and well, wandered off. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the one you mean. It's, it's mm. Curry's, ladies and gentlemen. It's Curry's, isn't it? The one near, near the supermarket in town, is it? Yes, yeah. Done. yeah. And I've been there myself and uh, stood there for about half an hour, waving. Yeah. Pretty much. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse I me. Don't, I don't like pushy salespeople. No. When you're obviously there, mm. trying to catch someone's eye and have tried to yeah. talk to someone, you sort of think, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm buying something which is reasonably yeah. expensive. That's right. Well, I, I, I kind of kicked myself, really, because uh, when I went to buy my Blu-ray player and there is a couton Yes. Uh, I think that's how you say it in uh, Swedish. Mm. Um... They, I went down there, and uh, and even though I was spending, I think, a fortune um, down there, it was still just complete fuckwits uh, working yeah. there. So, uh, Curry's, pull your finger out, Comet, you're good. Yes, well, that was that was the yeah. first place I went yeah. to with the helpful that's people. It. And that, that is where you ended up getting your stuff as that's, well, that's, Yeah, it? I got so my big telly there. It yeah. just goes to show mm. where a bit of decent customer that's service it, yeah. will get you. No, our friend uh, Richard... Uh, mm. Had an experience that went even one better. Yeah, and he had something on the shelf that he wanted in PC World mm. that uh, mm. they claimed not only wasn't in stock but wasn't on their system at all. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually got to the point where he yeah. was saying to the guy, "Well, look, you've obviously got it. It's there. Mm. But it's not on your system. There's nothing to stop me taking it. I'm prepared to spend this money anyway. Yeah. Let's just split it. <laughs> you can get some cash. Yeah. I get what I want. And if it's not on the system, no one knows it's yeah, been nicked. Exactly. <laughs> Seems fair enough to me." That would be quite a good, uh, mm. quite a good jape, though. You get a, but print up a box of some made-up product that sounds really good. <laughs> print it up, stick it on a box, sneak the box in, and stick it on a shelf in PC World. Oh no, no! With, no, with is, a little price this label, this is too saying, good. I'm going to do this now. Only three pounds or something very really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> stick it there, and then just retire to a safe distance and watch all the people try to buy it. I don't think I can actually resist doing this now. <laughs> no. Can we, can we, we do should it? definitely we, do that. Oh, we could yeah. do it easily now. For, can we just sneak that? a mic in and, and <laughs> record ourselves as we observe from afar? <laughs> <laughs> laughing like Stuart Hall in the distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do have to have a barcode on it, which is meaningless as well. Yeah, or, or something rude. <laughs> <clears throat> Picture of a pair of tits on the back. <laughs> Tit Studio 2, <too>, man. <laughs> Make all your family wear tits in your videos. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though. Oh, good stuff. So that's it. That's uh, this week's consumer advice. Yes. Oi. We said we don't do a service for the community. We've had a tiny BBC rant uh, this week. I yes. to say, I assume you were bitching about the BBC news earlier because I can't imagine you'd watch any is, other is there other news <laughs> there are I don't like to watch them mm. other news programs are available I did actually I was reading <clears throat> um, an article defending the BBC stance on the, the whole uh, Gaza charity appeal uh, thing yeah. um, bizarrely it was in, in private eye I think mm. and was siding with the BBC and it doesn't happen often doesn't mm. that but they were pointing out how the BBC is and should be impartial and then yeah. pointing out other I say this was bizarrely. Sky took their stance as well. Hmm. Don't know why. Obviously, Murdoch's being very clever on that, but pointed out that Channel Four News has gone <laughs> so far to being partisan <laughs> that it, actually, that Jon Snow introduced the uh, story of the new president of the United States by saying, "Yes, the nightmare is over." <laughs> <laughs> All words to that effect. <laughs> oh, I love that man. 
people who do that in in, uh, in pubs. Uh, wank, got, wank their beer glasses. Wank their beer glasses. <laughs> uh, I remember mentioning to somebody once, and they didn't realise they were doing it. They were kind of just generally just joking the moisture off the outside, and I went, uh, why, why are you wanking your beer? I occasionally squeegee the moisture off. Yeah. It's never really a wanky motion. It's Ooh. always a more definite, often with a beer mat. Yeah. Sort of. I think it's okay if you're, if you're on a date. Perhaps that's a bit suggestive. Perhaps you should start doing more yeah. to it. Perhaps you should start licking. Maybe you're licking your lips at the same time. <laughs> or just start licking the moisture off the glass. Going, And occasionally winking and pointing at the person you're with in a cheeky manner. You definitely <laughs> ascertained that this person wasn't trying to come on to you. Um, yes, that's okay. it was just a bloke, you know, but he went absolutely fucking mental. He walked <laughs> off. Well, because you said he was wanking his beer. Yeah. Did he leave his beer? <laughs> no, he took it with him. Oh. It came back. Still, good try. Came back some hours later and uh, demanded an apology. <laughs> but just, <laughs> didn't, didn't get one, of course. Mm-hmm. Were you still there? Or an apology. Uh, probably not, no, I think I've probably gone off to wank my beer glass at home. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I can't remember whether, whether we mentioned it last time, but whilst Andy was excitingly buying himself a, a washer-dryer or whatever it was last week, we yeah. were um, embarking on a pub crawl Yes, on the trains around West Yorkshire. Just, mm. uh, just a washer, I've got a separate dryer. Just a washer, okay. Just for... Yeah, we don't want to get into any sort of BBC trouble. No, no, yeah. <laughs> got to keep accurate. And mm. uh, it was very fine, I drank some mm. good beers, went to some nice pubs that I'd not yeah. been in before. But it annoyed me that in some of the ones, it was obviously really, really busy, because we went on the same ones that Oz and James had yes. in the first episode of the series. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, the pubs are doing fine from it. <laughs> it just annoyed me, because I think, oh, I knew these places when they were dead and no one was here, <laughs> and I could get a seat to the bastards. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, was, I was in the gentleman's uh, convenience uh, and uh, having a whittle. And every, in every one of those pubs, there was a, a couple of people having a chat about why they were there. Oh, you, Oz and Clark thing, yeah, Oz and James thing, something. <laughs> Oz and Clark thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought, oh, you silly sods. But yeah, every, we sort of get off the train and be like a thousand people go whooshing into the pub. And go fuck off! We're on a pub crawl. We live round here, you cunts. <laughs> it's just that weird thing though yeah. when you you sort of resent people <laughs> knowing about something that they used to sort of only have a few people interested. Yeah. yeah. And what was really, really good. Mm. And it's a very odd thing that you should... Because obviously more people are enjoying this nice experience. Mm. But why should you resent even, that? Even yeah. on a more pragmatic level, with the rate pubs are closing these days, yeah. at least it means nice pubs that you like will probably be staying open if they're packed with people. Well, there it is still that. annoys me when you, you know, it's... You can't just wander straight in, straight up to the bar, get your drink, and then have your pick of the tables. Yes. But we do the same with radio programmes and television Mm. programmes, where we sort of bitch to ourselves and say, oh, goddammit, little Britain, I I used to watch it when it was good, when it was still on radio. (laughs) I was going to say, watch it. (laughs) (laughs) But why, again, why should we feel like that? I don't get it. Oh, are we so greedy that we want to keep these nice things to ourselves? I think we are. I think think, think populism tends to be a turn-off, certainly for me. Uh, things that are really, really, really popular tend to turn me off. I just don't want to. I mean, it took me years to get an iPod because I just the idea of people liking them so much just annoyed me. Yeah. Uh, but no, they're fucking great. <laughs> just, just really easy. <laughs> you do love yours, don't you? Just plug it in, go to iTunes, do your thing, and it's all on your computer, mm. on, your, on your thing. Uh, <clears> but yeah, it's, it's a bit beaten up now, is mine, actually. Good old scratchy. It's been all over the country with me this last, yeah. last year. I think it's good for things like that to look battered and yeah. scratched and. That's it. It's like the old Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing. It might be a bit of technology, but <laughs> yeah. it's going to look yeah. like it's had some wear. Yeah. You've got some use out of it. I know, even better, because it's lasted... I dropped it in the washing-up bowl. Blimey. Uh, and it went uh, It went a bit peculiar when I was up in Edinburgh. Yeah. It used to cut off every five seconds. And I, I was uh, walking around Edinburgh, 
Like like I was some sort of weird act going up the wrong mouth, prodding away in my pocket. Fucking thing! Fucking stop! Stop it! Fucking keep going! I can never get halfway through some. Did you did you get people throwing coins at you? <laughs> it should have been. I should have just been handing leap flies out for the madman walking down the street, yeah. prodding. And just you should have just stopped in the middle of it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. A well, piece of experiment. Oh, you're too kind. Piece of experimental theatre. I'm calling a broken iPod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, it certainly wouldn't have been the worst thing on Edinburgh <laughs> that year. Oh, God, tell me about it. <laughs> hmm. I do love that. I mean, the, the Royal Wild Walk is, is uh, a, a beautiful thing. My, my favourite thing is... is uh, uh, was how these uh, big pillars, sort of wooden posts, if you know what I mean, that they put there so that people can stick posters to them so they don't oh, right, yep. so adorn the, other, the, the surrounding buildings. So I sat there um, outside a pub having a drink and watched uh, this, this, first of all, this, this um, a- Asian circus troupe. Uh, go over and stick their posters up on it. Pretty boys, very nice. Oh, yeah. Almost. Well, I imagine you help them paste it up. <laughs> oh, so I was just gonna go for a bag of ass. Paste. This uh, would be better. If you yeah. just could just do it anyway. No, yeah. edit yours. It's gonna be essentially the same. No, there was, uh, there was no. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And then I watched them walk away, and they'd got about. I'd say ten steps away from it and moving away, and somebody else came and posted, put their poster over the top of it. <laughs> they walked away. Somebody else came and put their poster <laughs> over the top of it. No, then so by the end of by the end of the month, were these posts about five times <laughs> well, fatter quite than they started out? What, what with, they do at the end of the night, they scrape these posts off, and people it starts again the next morning. Oh right! I was going to say there's some some council yeah. workers that just come along, <laughs> yeah, and grumbling much. with a hammer and chisel, <laughs> <laughs> get them all off. Yeah, they're sticking on with cell uh, tape. A lot of people so so nice and easy, whoop, straight off. And then the next day it happens all over again. So for about ten seconds, you get your poster seen by people. <laughs> I mean, I was the other person. I really, that you want to go about this more professionally? You want <laughs> yeah. Aldite on the back and Teflon on the front. Yeah, and surely they'd be better off just employing their poster stickers as sandwich board people instead. Yes, probably a good idea. Although you'd probably still get people running up and putting <laughs> their poster <laughs> over the front. You stand still long enough, you got poster stuck yeah. to you. But the the, the cost of leaflets are, are the best things. I, I brought. I think. Uh, I can think back to if it, podcast listeners when I came back last time I brought a, a big pile of uh, leaflets I'd been handed because I, I was actually polite even to the end of my stay I was still yeah. taking them into my pocket quite a lot of them just chucking in the bin afterwards what? <laughs> can I just on an aside why does you saying I was still taking them into my pocket <laughs> sound rude to me is it just because I know you? I would quite like it like a stalker Ooh. it would be nice just for once to see you know what the yeah. Uh, Boots like on the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> Could get John Stalker from the uh, from, from the, the window adverts. Window adverts, yeah, with his dog, <laughs> whatever he's called, Buster or oh, Bristols or Drummer. Drummer, that's it. <laughs> How, why do I know that? <laughs> he spent far too much time unemployed. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, that, that's probably it. And he does say it then. Come on, Drummer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's for the best. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I spent a lot of time unemployed, and I didn't know that. <laughs> You think, I wonder if he lays awake at night thinking, Jesus, all those years in the police and the only yeah. thing I'm going to be remembered for is doing them shit window adverts. It's like Frank Windsor. Yeah. His attractive carriage clock can be yours. <laughs> it's not attractive. I was a popular actor. <laughs> I was in Zed cars. <laughs> I will always remember Frank Windsor for his part in Doctor Who, if yeah. nothing else. Did you have an attractive carriage clock with him? In, in every single one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Occasionally, just sort of stopped in front of the camera and showed it, and walked <laughs> off. Which is bizarre when he was playing a nobleman in the reign of King John. Mm. <laughs> yes, it looked a bit incongruous, but <laughs> yeah. But it's paid off now, hasn't it? Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Well, he was just setting himself up for his retirement. Yeah, obviously. Exactly. 
That's perfect, perfect plan. I was, I was, uh, I can't remember who was doing that, but it was somebody I was surprised at doing it. Um, because it was they what, were, doing your, your life assurance, yeah, your health cover, some life assurance or it is. I can't remember who's yeah. now, but it's, it's now gone to an attractive Parker pen with, with the name of the company written down the side, which are about 20 pence each. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, something to do with the recession. But yeah, I mean, it was it was him, and then it was uh, Jim Whitfield. Yeah, I can't remember who came after, but somebody who was surprised is was old enough to be doing it anyway. Oh. I seem to remember Christopher Timothy. Sorry, oh, it's Christopher Timothy. That's yeah, yeah, it was it was that was Christopher Timothy. I used to have my hand up animals' bottoms, but mm. now I've got this attractive pen which could be yours. <laughs> got a bit of animal feces on it, but. Uh, it's lovely. But yeah, it's trying to sell shit. I mean, I wonder if anybody ever took that out for the attractive carriage clock and was uh, particularly disappointed when they found a piece of made of Taiwan shit. Yeah. That popped through their litter box and smashed it on the floor. Because <laughs> I assume that they deliver them like that. Uh, it's, all done, it's all camera trickery as well. They're only <laughs> actually an inch high. <laughs> Tiny little thing That's gets it. you in a small jiffy bag through your door. I think you should be more honest. Yeah. This unattractive carriage clock can be yours. It's got a bit of poo on it. I tried pulled it out of the cow's anus. Just like the pen, really. Shall we uh, do some twattage? Yeah. Yes, it's always time for a twat. Always good time for a twat. Hmm, a twat. studio yes it's time for i think if we're honest everyone's favorite part of the podcast twat of the week who wants to go first who wants to go first da, 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 tom hey uh, my twat this week uh, is a chap uh, responsible for an amusing sporting blunder uh, i might have difficulty convincing you two because uh, neither of you particularly like football but you have to imagine okay what it would be like for a football fan or more specifically an everson fan having watched an entire 90 minutes of a fourth round match between Everton and Liverpool that finished 1-1. That fourth round or fourth rate? Fourth round match. To then come in and watch the replay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch another 90 minutes with no goal scored. Watch the best part of another half an hour of extra time with no goal scored. Uh-huh. And then, just at the point where Everton go ahead, have ITV cut into an ad break by mistake. <laughs> Oh, that is quite stupid. Over half the country, I believe, missed the only goal <laughs> in oh. that sort of one hour, 20 minute slot. Oh. And ITV have been rightly pillaged for this. So I don't know who the guy was, but apparently it was one chap who, who accidentally clicked it onto auto ad. Idiots. <laughs> not realising that they'd gone to extra time. Oh, what a spastic. So uh, he would be my twatty nomination for this week. That, that is quite twatty. Surely, though, surely if it was a replay, they'd know how it was going to end up, though. I mean, yes. when they replay films and stuff, they always turn out the same way, so I assume yeah. it would be the same with football matches. No, no, I keep trying to explain this to Joanne. It, it, sport's different. It's sort of live, so uh. you don't know how it's going to finish. It's sort of what makes it exciting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, OK, I'll take your word for it. Mm. Right, Mr Martin, uh, this what is, have you got for us? I've got a joint nomination this week for uh, Edward Sturton and John Humphreys. Oh, right, yep. Uh, no, I, I've been listening to the Today programme for many years. I mean, many years. I mean, uh, I, I wake up to it every morning. 
Um, but this week, for the first time ever, I can remember being cross at it. Perhaps yeah. I'm just getting older. I don't know. But the, for the first uh, point, uh, Edward Sturton was talking to a man who's bought the Wolves name up. Right, yep. Put it online as a website. Uh, he's going to keep it and the brand the same. And, and uh, he's asking people now what he wants. What do they want to see them put website? Oh. What sort of products? More of those adverts with the dog and the sheep. Yeah, I love those. Because uh, the guy from uh, Wolfit was uh, doing one of the voices. Ah. The guys, both guys from Wolfit were doing the voices. Yeah, well, well. Um, there you go. Uh, another bit of fact there for you. Um, so yes, and he was. It was uh, so. Edward Certain said, "Well, <laughs> aren't you just cheating everybody there? Aren't you cheating them because you've not opened all the stores?" <laughs> and this is. And then he said, "This isn't a proper shop because it's on the internet." Oh, wow, get with the times, Grandad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just absolutely <laughs> fucking riled when I was chewing at a fucking stick because I was so annoyed. The next day, yep. we had uh, John Humphreys on. And a bloke, uh, a policeman came on uh, to talk about the, the reopened, um, an assumed murder investigation because somebody, a little uh, a teenage girl had gone missing in about 1926, I think this yeah. was. Um, she'd gone off on a bicycle and not come back. So that, as it was a murder investigation, it had become it had been reopened. Yes. And the guy said, well, "It's going to be a low key investigation, but we just want to uh, really tr- try and find the body, you know, and, and uh, you know, uh, late to rest or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, set any any remaining relatives' minds at ease about what's happened." Um, and John Humphreys went, "It's a waste of time, isn't it? You're just wasting money here. Surely you should be doing something more important than looking at an old murder investigation." Oh, that made me cross. Oh. A, no, it's fascinating. And B, it, it, murder investigations, you know, are, have to be still investigated even centuries after. Uh, I, I can sort of see his point on that one, but from what I've read on the news, they are taking it as very low priority, yeah. and it's not like they're bumping current crimes to be no. doing it. So it's if all, they're just all, looking yeah. into it for completeness, yeah, when without taking resources off That's of it. current things, then, you know, why there not? There's nothing wrong with it at all. And he was just he just badgered him all the way through about being a waste of pointless thing, pointless exercise and things. But not all murders should be investigated. Although, as far as putting the relatives' uh, minds mm. at rest, realistically, it's 80-odd years. She's probably dead now anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a nice thing to but, do, to be able to sort of bury them or cremate them properly or whatever. Oh, you sentimental old fool. I, I do. Anyway, <laughs> so that's, that's uh, those are my twats of the week. Okay. We'll give that a bit of a think then. Cue the music, Mr. Tunes. Maurice Stewart. Oh, well, it's been a bit of a tricky one this week because there's been some shining examples of twattery on both sides. Um, obviously, your ITV bloke was a complete tool, but then yeah, you're Edward Stoughton, or whatever his name was. Uh, that's just the most ridiculously uh, un-up-to-date thing I've ever heard anyone say. And really, if only so as not to falsely give the impression that I give any kind of a pig's tits about football, this week I'm going to have to award it to Martin. Hey! Ooh, hey. Oh, asses! No, just to go back, you. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't want to interrupt you talking about uh, 
the Today programme, but yeah. I've noticed it on Five Live as well, which is my programme of choice. Mm. So I tend to listen to the drive time. <laughs> Uh, and Peter Allen just falls into exactly the same trap. I don't know whether it's BBC yeah. directive, but you can have someone talking about the most sensible normal thing. Mm. He will have to try and attack it. Mm. And you, yeah. you, I feel like texting in and just saying, you do realise you don't have to attack everything because not yeah. everyone's lying to you. <laughs> no. I mean, sometimes even politicians that are on there, they'll be saying something quite sensible. Mm. And he'll still have to sort of yeah. say, well, you know, surely this will be a waste of money. This will, you know. what, what do you mean you're clamping down on child abuse? <laughs> yes. They fucking deserve it, the little <laughs> bastards. It's a waste of money. Oh. Yeah, it just doesn't work when it's there just for no. the sake of it. Mm. I, mean, I, un- I understand... Well, um, they're, they're obviously shitting themselves about being thought partisan about yeah. anything, so they have to disagree with yeah. everyone. I mean, I, I understand if you're trying to, get, trying to get an answer out of a politician, which can sometimes be quite difficult. Just to try and cut through that shit, yeah, sometimes you've got to, you know, really push it. But just to take the opposite mm. view, opposing view, and play devil's advocate in everything. Mm. I'm just waiting for comic relief when uh, <laughs> yeah. Len- Lenny Henry wanders on there when he's pulled out of his coffin uh, for comic relief in his hilarious suit. Uh, walks in and goes, Gadanga, my friend, or whatever he says. And uh, then they go, oh, what are you doing then? <laughs> Giving money to poor people. Shoot. It's a waste of money. That's it. Let them starve. Surely you could have bought a nice kettle for the money that you might spend on poor people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do we know when Comic Relief is this year? 13th of March. 13th of March. Mm. We'll, yes. Will we be doing our traditional non-sponsored drink? I think we will be, yeah. Our Comic Relief on some, the night. That's all, but I've purchased the, the noses ready. Um, I'll, uh, I'll book taxes for the end of the night to <laughs> shovel my friends into. I'll get some food on, I think some nice uh, nibbles. And uh, I do like a good a good drink whilst watching comic relief. Yeah. I, I love two days after thinking back to the bits that I no longer remember <laughs> that happened about eleven <laughs> o'clock. Ah. Yeah, there it, was something really funny that happened. They did some thing with a panel show. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it was good, but I can't remember a fucking thing about it. <laughs> it's because most of the people in the studio are pissed out of the head anyway. Um, oh, they they spoiled it this year. I, I do like the Fame Academy that they normally do. Oh, they're doing something different. They're doing some sort of dancing thing, thing, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not really happy about. I didn't think it looked too bad, Mm. actually, because it's team thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I I like the fact that the the, the individuals having to sing, and and every night, sing, sing, and for, for entertainment value, having to recreate famous dance scenes from films or musicals or whatever in in a, a group, a themed group as well. It's still going to be nauseating, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'll, I'll, have, a, <laughs> I'll have a watch. Uh, I've not <laughs> not seen anything of it, but I heard it mentioned on the radio mm. this morning. Um, it might be good, uh, but I, I, I mean, I liked the... It might be good, but you're determined it's not going <laughs> to be. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm going to come down there and start <laughs> snipping cables on the camera. Oh, you are as bad as John Humphreys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> But yeah, I used so to what are they doing that for? It's a waste of money. Yeah. Dancing I was, I was like, shit. I lived in Nobody that. watches dancing. Yeah. No. Well, there I are don't. no <laughs> popular programmes that have dancing in them these days. No, so no. why are you bothering? There are plenty of Mr program- Curtis, get out of my studio. There are plenty <laughs> of programmes with dancing in, but which shouldn't be popular because people should be watching something more interesting. But there's a... <laughs> Because BBC You're a culture can't fucking put- Nazi, you are. I am, yeah. yes. <laughs> don't, don't you get all why don't you with me? <laughs> I'm going to go out and uh, I want to I become the head of the BBC so I can, I can veto yeah. uh, any sort of realism realism <laughs> <laughs> people hopping onto the news in bunny costumes yeah. floating around doing it from the ceiling <laughs> uh, the floating head of David Schneider actually doing the, the weather that'd be great. yeah uh, <laughs> Oh, I did. Oh, I forgot. I was going to do the list of uh, people who joined uh, uh, our, our oh, MySpace yeah, I did, page. I did notice he was one. 
Yeah, David Schneider's joined us. I and, that, yeah. Uh, Frankie I thought, Boyle. I if that's him. No, he's never him. looked to see if I could find out. <laughs> Which I think really is testament to the fact that on MySpace, people who should know better really will be friends with anyone. <laughs> yeah. But the fact is I'm already friends with him on Facebook, so he knows, uh, knows us anyway. Yeah. So. Um, good man. I uh, like him quite a lot. Um, but good yeah, man, then, you are such a lovey. <laughs> Can't help it. He's just really nice. Oh, such <laughs> a character. <laughs> you, you might drill puppies in his spare time. You don't know it. David, don't listen anymore. Shush. Sh- sh- <laughs> <laughs> I said oh, might. He's a family oh, man. He's got, he's got kids. And I'm legally know. covered. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, yes, David Schneider at least gets... A, a, I think um, a Frankie Boyle, but yep. his, his site's run by Minions. Um, uh. I know David runs his own. Uh, Dan Antipolsk. Uh, oh, yes, I saw uh, him come in as well. He's brilliant. Um, his penetrating gaze... Uh, he mm. he runs his own his own MySpace page. I know that for a fact. So yes, and Dan so, something was Antipolsky. Antipolsky, yeah. What's he do? Oh, Com- you you would comedy have, things. You would have seen Ooh. him actually on telly uh, in uh, Hyperdrive. Oh yeah, mm. we played the uh, the kind of. I did watch that. Slightly, slightly bolsh, bolshy, yeah. officer with a uh, with a beardy bloke, beardy bloke, and and penetrating gaze. Ah, uh, it's all of, coming together. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. See. but he's a particularly nice man as well. I didn't much like it though. Oh I, oh, I really enjoyed oh, that. Oh, I, I, thought, it, yeah. I thought it was a reasonable idea. That was a bit derivative and almost entirely unfunny. Oh, I didn't think so. Did you watch any of the second series? Because I, I, I think I they raised the their game. The first series yeah, sort of put me off, and I seem to remember Martin series. saying at the time the second series was better. Yeah. Oh, the second series was the astonishing. Series was very good. Yeah. I mean, some of the effects in, in the second series were better than Who's at one point, mm. which uh, are quite astonishing, really. <clears throat> well, certainly better than I, Red Dwarf. I still, I still think... <laughs> You're selling it short if the best thing you can say about comedy series is that the effects were good. Oh, you know, <laughs> it was me. very funny as well. It was well. funny as well. Yeah, it was, it was well worth watching. It was. <laughs> the first one, the first series was a bit laboured, and it, it it was yeah, lots of people. But you get yeah, the second series. I mean, you got you got uh, Miranda Hart there, who's who's yeah, who gorgeous and sweet and everything. And, and your robotic computer chick was yeah, saucy as well. And uh, and of course Nick Frost. Yeah, Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon. Yeah, always good with Kevin Eldon. It's, it's literally a galaxy of stars. It is. Even oh, and uh, Jeff McGivern, of course, appearing in that funny, hilarious, yeah. big mm. rubber hat. Which is <laughs> <laughs> Jeff McGivern will appear in anything. Uh, no, sorry, Jeff. Um. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that's just the problem I have. It's things with Jeff McGivern in that, uh, that for some reason I'm not liking. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, perhaps I've blanked something out from my past that Jeff McGivern did to me. Did he touch and you inappropriately yet, as a child? We we may never find out, but perhaps that's the reason why every time I see him in something, I don't like the show. I think it's probably because he, he was... Particularly p- considering that, you know, we've got two instances now of something that he's in, which you both say is fantastic, <laughs> and I've really disliked. <laughs> There's got to be a reason for that, because usually we agree. Perhaps it's because uh, you saw him uh, when he used to do uh, No Lemon's Gotchas, and he used to be in those, didn't he? No, I quite liked him in them. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? But the most annoying thing gotchas is that... Gotchas were funny. Wow, dog, dog. But the most, most annoying no. thing about that was that the ignorance of the people that were gotcha and didn't recognise it was Jeffrey fucking McGiven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean... It's, even, it's, even when he was on his third series of doing <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. And the, was already famous. It, yeah. said, oh, look, it's, it's Jeff McGiven from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, nice to see and him, more mean. recently, <laughs> Noel's Gotchas. Yeah. I don't know. You, you cannot diss the gotchas. I, I remember to this day fondly... Uh, seeing Nicholas Parsons being gotcha and swearing like a fucking trooper. <laughs> oh, he is. 
Never have I heard yeah. so much beeping from one celeb. Oh, I was I was loving his, his commentary. I was uh, the day I was watching a the Who episode that was in with the mm. oh, Dalek. What was it? Come on, got to be the Curse of Henry. Curse of Henry. That was the Curse of Henry. Um, and he, all the way through it, he was because he doesn't do much acting these days. Yeah, um, it was almost as if he felt a bit uncomfortable. The fact he was in a room with two actors and he'd been acting on it. So every five minutes, he'd, do you find as an actor that? You have to stand on one leg and rub your nipples to get anything out of a scene. <laughs> uh, Sophie and uh, Sylvester just kind of go, no. <laughs> That's a bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, that was the early days of uh, the DVD releases for Doctor Who. Mm. I don't know whether any of our listeners uh, are Doctor Who aficionados, I'm but sure we, we, you know, we like yeah. watching them and listening to the commentaries. And... You can tell they're all really desperate on that commentary to mm. sort of say things about the production and things that happened and really be sort of interesting. Where yeah. as soon as they've, they've sort of gone on a few years, <laughs> it's just they've obviously just got down with a bottle of wine and just happy to <laughs> bitch about <laughs> yes, all the yeah. co-stars and the oh, writers God, yeah. and everything. Oh, look at that effect. That's <laughs> lousy, that is. I, I, love, I love the ones with uh, Colin Baker where he's just complaining about... It, is, it does become an episode of Ed Reardon's Week. Oh, why, why do they keep squashing the titles up? I tell you, I mean, uh, people who want to take any interest in this series can't anymore because they keep squashing the titles up mm. to the one side of the screen. It's a disgrace. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although the absolute best. For anybody who's well, not listening to the Who yeah, commentaries. I'm feeling that one. Mm. Get your Peter Davison ones. Anything where Peter Davison and Janet Fielding oh, yeah, that's good. are commentating yeah. together on a show. <laughs> Half of it is just bitching about actors. <laughs> Most of the time, Matthew Waterhouse... Mm. And part of the time, whilst he's sat next to them doing <laughs> yeah, the commentary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. It sounds a bit mean. I think the best, one of the best ones is uh, there's certainly one with uh, Tom Baker uh, talking about Matthew Waterhouse, mm. and uh, just uh, we, we used to piss him off because because he was quite young, action and inexperienced. Uh, he start to mimic his speech patterns, um, uh, Tom Baker's speech patterns. Yeah. He used to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, well, commentary is great things. Especially for Yorkshireman, more volume for money. That's what I think. Uh, you can watch them at twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three or four times in my case. It can be taken yeah. too far. Yeah. I remember when I was a, a, sh- a short way into the uh, one of the Lord of the Rings trilogy mm. films where I was on like the third or fourth commentary, which <laughs> yeah. was the one by the design team. <laughs> and I thought, I really I should go outside yeah. <laughs> and just do something. It's when, he gets, it's when you get to the caterers, then you... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I remember that day yeah, I, I made an omelette. He, he liked uh, broccoli cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't don't you remember? He loved his chips. In <laughs> loved his chips. He'd come in every day and we'd say, "Oh, he loves <laughs> his chips." In oh, but the, I mean, in those no <laughs> New Zealand accents of theirs. Yeah, yeah, they they yeah Ex-pound. shipped in. Uh. Well, it's, it's chips. They want to you know sort of ship people in. From, Oh, natural. So. Yeah, all they have there are just kind of fried sheep. Mm. But uh, <laughs> fried sheep. <laughs> Imagine that, just an entire fried sheep. Probably have to take the fur off it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you want you want it properly dressed, but yeah, yeah imagine just dip, dipping it down into an enormous <laughs> vat of boiling oil. It's, yeah, we should do that in Halifax yeah. and sort of that. Just fuck Denverdale and their fucking pie. Yeah. We just deep fry sheep. That'd be fantastic. You could. You, it would be even better if you made a proper big deep fat fry yeah. with the sort of the basket that you can remotely raise and lower from an enormous <laughs> handle that the whole village have to hang off. To oh, that'd drop be great! Down. You could get celebrities to uh, to come along and uh, yeah. you know just just 
the, the extra And when, when it's done, weight. press the button that pops the lid up so you can see. <laughs> doesn't, am I wrong, or doesn't the Halifax's coat of arms actually have a sheep that's sort of suspended it by does, its yeah. middle? That's obviously being dis- you know, descended into yeah. it also has a the head of boiling oil fat. Yeah. But then again, it also has the head of John the Baptist, so I don't know what they were doing at that feast. Yeah, just boil that at the same time, yeah. <laughs> For anybody uh, who not from Halifax, the myth is, of course, that the head of John the Baptist is buried in Halifax. Where the fuck that came from, I have no idea. One if, of the derivations of Halifax is that the Halley comes from holy. Yes. It's wrong, <laughs> yes. but it's, one of, the, it's wrong. one of the thoughts on the matter. Um, yeah, so if, if uh, anybody in Halifax listening to this, you're digging up uh, your back garden and there's a, there's a head with a halo over it or something, and it's like a pissed-off expression. Mm. Uh, you've, you've found it. And, was uh, a, there was something on um, QI that I was watching a week or so ago. Ding, I don't know whether it's a new ding. series or an old one, but it was, it was some saint, and it was yeah. saying uh, how many heads it has, and apparently there are nine places <laughs> in the world that have uh, the head yeah. of this saint, all of which have been authenticated by the Catholic Church. Yeah. It doesn't say what a sack of bollocks it is. I don't know what does. Oh, I mean, well, they did that uh, not that long ago, didn't they, where, where they, they did a... Uh, Oh. An audit, that was it, an audit of all the, all the relics that they had, and they did find about 15 fingers and, mm. and other things. And, and well, you know what they say uh, when they've got more than one head? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a miracle. miracle. Yeah, and it's got a self-duplicating Fuck dead head. Sake. You know. I know. Idiots. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of many better-sounding things than the Catholic Church audit relics. I've worked in shops when we've done stock take. Do they have the same sort of things? The little handheld electronic things? So it's like sort of heads of John the Baptist, 12, <laughs> punching the, punch the five-digit code for that item. <laughs> <Logged> <laughs> That's fantastic. Or do you think they're all barcoded these days? Beep. John the Baptist's head. Beep. John the Baptist's head. Beep. Jesus' finger. Uh. I've actually found why I did tear this out. Yeah, it's in, it's in the text into Metro bit, and it's a sobering little text. Good on that. From somebody called Andy. Good on the drunkening one. Yeah. He says, "I know people are enjoying a couple of days off with the snow, but please spare a thought for the homeless at this time." <laughs> they always got a day off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suggesting you can be homeless, you have to be unemployed. Well. Unless you've got a car <laughs> that you can live in the back of. Yeah. Yeah. Live in a jag. And uh, some, uh, some shower facilities in your workplace. <laughs> well, I think we've got to the end of uh, today's exciting poddy. Oh, I, good, I, I feel spent. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you look spent. Wow. Thank you. I'll get good. you a sponge. Yeah, poor, poor, bloody, yeah. poor Dill has got it all over his chin. So from all of us here at The Gentleman's Review, we'll see you in two weeks' time and we'll get Skype going. www.thegentlemansreview.com Look at the front page. There's a little button there. When we're actually uh, able to take calls, the button will say uh, online and ready. Just click on that. If wow. you've got Skype, you'll be able to talk to us. Okay? So, uh, but uh, for another two weeks, I'm going to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a Gentleman's Review podcast presented by Andrew Wilson, Martin Wolfenberg, Tom Stringfellow. It was produced by the legs of Lady Macbeth. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com. Gentleman's Review.